Hey, welcome to The Abundant Artist, a podcast for creatives looking to create more abundance in their lives, more happiness, more results, more money. I'm Whitney Eland. I'm an actor, writer, and certified life coach, and I'm going to show you exactly how to start feeling better and how to go after your creative ambitions. Hello, wonderful artists. I hope that you're having an amazing day whenever you're listening to this. I was just sitting here just cracking myself up at naming this podcast. So the uh, title of this is Sneaky Thoughts. And it reminded me of when I was in high school and I did this like youth camp kind of thing. And I remember one of the youth leaders like got up at night and they're like, the girls are going to sleep on one side of the river and the boys are going to sleep on the other side and there will be no sneaky peaky. (laughs) And it was very, uh, we all just made jokes about that the whole weekend. And now I'm just laughing because it's just like, so, uh, heteronormative and random and weird. But for a while, me and my, I think it was my sister, maybe my sister and some of my friends, we would always talk, like call each other like the sneaky peaky princess. Anyway, so I just was thinking about that when I (laughs) name this this podcast called Sneaky Thoughts. So today I want to talk about a, a kind of a combination of things, but mostly just these thoughts that we're having that sound really pleasant and sound really helpful that are actually sneaky. And they are keeping us from processing our emotions. They're keeping us in the stress response and keeping us from creating our results ultimately. So what this sounds like. So I had a, a client who, who came back to me. We'd been working together, took a break, came back, and they were telling me about how they've been having a hard time and they were like I the reason I was taking so long to get back to you is because I've been um, pretty depressed and I just haven't even felt like I've been able to work on my career and you know but I'm starting to feel better now and you know they'd spent some time in therapy which is great and I think that probably that work was what got them to be able to be at the point that we could start working on you know their career again but one of the things that we as we were kind of like excavating the thoughts that they were having and figuring out exactly what was creating all of this negative emotion, they were telling me that they had an experience that I'm not going to get too specific because I, you know, just for privacy reasons, but basically they had an experience where they were like let down. So they had some, they thought that they had something and then it was like taken away. And the way that they were telling me this story was they're like, but it's so great that I even had it in the first place and I should be happy. And I know it had nothing to do with me and I still had an amazing experience. And, you know, I got to meet all these cool people and do these cool things, but you know, so, so like, I get it. It's, it's fine. But now, you know, yada, yada, yada. That was basically the way that they were, they were explaining it. And I see this with a lot of my clients. I mean, y'all are so self-aware. You're so self-compassionate or you're no, I'm going to actually take that back. You're not very self-compassionate. That's kind of the whole point of this episode. You're very compassionate about other people, right? So another client of mine was telling me about an experience that they had a conversation that they had with someone who is a uh, superior to them, someone that they really admire. And, and look up to and the superior said something that was pretty insensitive to my client and my client was like but I told like when they were explaining to me they're like I totally know where they were coming from and I know that they had the best intentions and they just didn't really mean to say that and I know that if they knew it was upsetting me then they would take it back and all of these things and so the similarity between these two clients is that they have experienced something hard but then the thoughts that they're saying are basically like a very subtle version of like talking toxic positivity, right? So trying to silver line their problems, trying to say like, it's not that bad. I could have it worse. And I see this a lot actually with my clients who, as they continue,
continue to progress. Once you've created things that in the past you wanted to create, then once you have them, it's like you feel like if you have any negative emotion, then you're somehow ungrateful and people will hate you if you have any like negative emotion now. So I I see that a lot. But then, you know, this also comes a lot from our like very Christian um, Western culture, right? This idea that like we need to, and I do think we need to be nice to people. We need like, and positive thinking is always helpful. So basically the way that I was explaining this to to these clients though, is that they had an experience that was, that put them in a negative emotion. And what they were trying to do was then to justify getting to a positive emotion, right? So they were having these thoughts like, well, at least I got here and I know that this person didn't mean this or like, yeah, and like, you know, it's it's a good thing that I at least X, Y, and Z, right? We do this all the time as artists, right? We start to silver line our lives, silver line our own problems and jump from that negative space to the positive space. But what happens is, When you have a negative experience happen, when something happens outside of your control or it gives you a cue or a circumstance in the world that creates thoughts that give you a negative emotion, as a coach, we can look at those, we can reframe those, like we can, you know, see if there's another thought that's more helpful. But all of that work happens inside your brain. And the problem is that When a negative or traumatic, and when I use the word trauma, remember I'm using something that means outside of your natural capacity and you are an artist. And so your natural capacity, you are extremely sensitive. So something that might not seem like a big deal to someone else is going to feel really, it could potentially feel really earth shattering to you because you have these big feelings. And again, these big feelings are an amazing thing. They're why you're an artist. They're why you have stories to tell and art to make and all of these things, right? That being said, when something happens that even if maybe to someone else wouldn't seem like a big deal, but to you it is, then your body will go into a trauma response. And it might be subtle, right? But the trauma response is ultimately fight, flight, fawn, or freeze. And if you're not familiar with the term fawn, it's like a form of people pleasing. So in nature, it would look like an animal trying to like play nice with the other animals so that it doesn't get hurt, right? So when my clients had these experiences, they're and, and probably what happened is like, so we're artists, right? Most artists that I work with, they're fa- they're not coming from like a long line of artists, right? They're like sometimes the um, odd duck in their family. And so they're used to their, you know, parents or whoever who want them to feel happy and want them to be able to shake it off and who give them new thoughts that silver line them, right? So we are conditioned as artists that like these things, like if it, God forbid you have a response that actually matches how extreme the emotion would feel and you would then you would be labeled as dramatic, right? So what we do is instead we downplay the way that we are actually feeling and we try to jump to positive thoughts. But the reason that this does not work and what this happened with the first client I was mentioning is that it actually created a depressive state. So now there are also times obviously where there are chemical imbalances that cause depression, but there also are times that depression comes because we are in a state of resistance. So with this client, they were feeling, they had a lot of hurt and a lot of upset and a lot of anger, 
but they were telling themselves that they needed to just get over it and they needed to just move past it essentially. And so by doing that, their brain is telling them one thing, but their body is still in this trauma response, still having these like really intense emotions, but then being told we should get over this and we shouldn't be upset about this anymore. We should just like deal with it. And this is just part of the industry and blah, 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 blah. And so then there's this complete disconnect between your brain and your body. And that dissonance creates resistance, which for this client created depression. So at the worst case, it can actually create forms of mental illness. But at, I mean, a less extreme example, it just creates a lot of resistance, a lot of negative emotion and a lot of spinning out. So with the second client, and I'm so glad we caught this, you know, like a day or so after the conversation with their superior. um, And so we were able to, to like, you know, talk through it and figure out what was actually going on so that they could feel the negative emotion. But up until our call together, they were just kind of spinning out about it, right? Like that was, it's kind of, and if you might notice if this is something that you're experiencing, if you're continually just kind of like ruminating on an experience, but then listen to the way that you're explaining it to other people, right? With this client, they had so much compassion for the other person and yet no compassion for themselves. And when I say compassion, I, again, I don't mean silver lining. It's not like, oh, cheer up, like old buddy, old pal. No, it means like self-compassion. So one of the main tools, and all of these are the tools that we work on in the Abundant Artist Academy that I've broken down the exact steps so that you can get your brain and your body on the same page. Because when you start getting your brain and your body on the same page, start processing your emotions and start learning what to do with these huge emotions that you feel, Those exact emotions that make you an artist, that make you someone who can tell stories and create art, these are also things that are going to really block you off if you don't know how to continually uh, process them and use them. So again, especially, you know, if you didn't come from a family that like, like I, I have to imagine this was, this isn't my experience. And so if someone is like, no, you're wrong, but probably the reason that I don't have a lot of clients who are from like a long lineage of artists is because if you did come from a long lineage of artists, then like my children are going to know like, yeah, you're like my husband and I are both artists. We're probably going to have kids with really big emotions too. And we're going to teach them how to deal with it. And then, then not deal with it, how to like use them and process them. Right. And so they're going to then like, it's not going to be an issue for them. Whereas as, um, for me, for most of my clients, we didn't grow up with, you know, maybe a support system that knew what to do with such a creative, such a, uh, a sensitive, spirit, right? So anyway, this is again, what we're doing in the Abundant Artist Academy is getting you to work with your central nervous system, getting your body and your brain working on the same page, getting your body out of that fight or flight or fawn or freeze mode so that then you can create new things going forward. The, again, I I mentioned, you know, when you're trying to jump from negative to positive, that's where this toxic positivity comes in, but it gets really, um, like, I feel like for, non-artists, like maybe people who aren't as uh, sensitive, a little bit of toxic positivity isn't going to be a big deal. (laughs) But for you as an artist, it will because it is going to completely shut off your supply, your emotional reserve, which is your toolkit as an artist. It's going to stifle you. Like you do, you cannot create. You're not in a state of creativity in that state of rest and digest and creativity and new ideas and all of that if you are in a trauma response which is that fight flight fawn or freeze so again that's what all this work is is getting really clear on 
the times that you do need to process the emotions, giving you the tools so that you can do this for yourself, um, giving you the tools to be compassionate to yourself, to process these emotions so that then you can get naturally get to the state of more positive emotions. Because what happens and what I see a lot is, you know, people again, trying to jump from that negative space to that positive space. But the truth is if you're in a negative space and then you heal instead of fix, when you heal, naturally the more positive thoughts are going to come. I feel like the the most like growth that I've had as a human is when I stopped trying to fix myself and started healing myself and started to address and and to heal some some things that I had been holding back and resisting processing because, you know, of our the society we come from, the lessons that I learned as a kid, the lessons I learned in school, the lessons like all of these mess all of this messaging that I was getting that ultimately was telling me that there was something wrong with me, that I was, I needed to play smaller, like all of these things. So if this is something that you are working on and working through, or if this resonated with you, or if you're not even sure yet, and if this all feels a little bit like high level, but you're like, there's something here and I feel stuck, come talk to me. This is exactly what I help my clients with is identifying exactly why you're stuck and then giving you the tools so that you can move through it and heal and come out on the other side and be able to start feeling better, which is going to lead you to creating even more results. I hope that you have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you're ready to take this work even deeper and to start creating real results, follow the link in my show notes to coach with me in the Abundant Artist Academy a community of creatives who are tired of being struggling artists and who are ready to start creating more in their lives, more happiness, more bookings, and more money. I'll see you on the inside.